Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Good morning. Hey, guys, I have hit this live button, and we're landing, so you already know. Thank you. Thank you so much for those of you that watched the replay. And, of course, apparently, the replays are a thing because I finally went outside my domicile yesterday and into the public, and a funny thing happened. <laughs> a very funny thing. A very insanely funny thing happened. And I know, and I posted it on my timeline, and, and be mindful, you need to have on headsets, and I, I need to go back and put not safe for work and all of that. Um, but let me say, say this. Okay, first of all, I'm Yolanda at Dryer Buzz. 17 years blogging, 20 plus years live streaming, podcasting, all of that, all of that. Okay, so um, what we're going to do, I'm getting some messages here as I try to get this thing landed. And I went ahead, it's, it's the weekend, right? Is it the weekend? Let me see. It's the weekend. So I went live like everywhere. And one, because it's the weekend. So happy weekend to those of you that are living for the weekend. This is what we talk about, how, and how to live each and every day. So if you see this because... I shared it, a friend shared it, and it's just all over the place. And thank you for taking the time, just taking a moment out to come in and to check it out. So thank you guys for that. And I'm just going to check and make sure we did land in a number of places. But um, this is where we stop. Just stop just for a minute and get clarity of our day. Now, it's my first thoughts of the morning, meaning I just woke up. It's I've got a little bit of frog in my throat, one eye open, trying to see all this stuff. Um, most of it is just starting by habit. I know to push this button, have that, play this, and then go. Now, we talk about what we subscribe to as far as how to get out of bed, how to survive our days, right? Those of us that have been through some trauma, some anxiety, some depression, and that's pretty much apparently everybody on the planet at this point, waking up to news where there's a new rampage, more violence in our, in our, in our, in our country, um, some of you are delving into um, uh, episodic docu docudrama that's going on uh, on Netflix uh, with uh, Ava uh, DuVernay. I, I, I'm the one grabbing the headset. And this is going to be a little bit airy because I needed to charge my phone. So if you hear the airy echoing this, sorry about that. I'm not using the microphone or the headset or anything like that. And I'm trying to get it done while the dog is out for a walk. Y'all, if you follow me, you know the saga of the dog. I don't even say his name. The dog. Okay. I vac I had to vacuum. I had to do one of those deep cleanings. Uh, yesterday, and mind you, so when I regularly vacuum, I don't touch his stuff. I just go all around him. Well, yesterday, I'm like, listen, he keep moving this bed. It's in front of the television. You know, I need to puff up the rug. It's like driving me crazy. So I moved the bed two feet, just slid it over so that I can vacuum up, you know, the dog hair and stuff and all this stuff, right? He done follow me all over the house while I'm vacuuming. So I come home yesterday, and I got home late because I, I went out. I tried to go out and hang out, right? Hadn't done that in a while. And I, I'm, I'm at this point, I'm like pushing myself out the house. Get back out there. Get back out there. So I come home. Doggy is protesting because I didn't put the bed back. So he's not in the bed. Now, normally... He's at the door when I come home because, you know, they, they know the sound of everything, right? So I come in the room, and I don't know how, I still to this day don't know how we became roommates. My son, when he dropped him off, he dropped, dropped the bed in my room. 
So I come in the room and I'm like, okay, come on, let's go to bed. You know, he's all excited because I'm home and all this kind of stuff, right? So I come in the room and I'm like, hey, going through my ritual, washing the face, taking the makeup off. And I could see in the mirror, I'm like, he just that, why is he just, just that, what, what's up with him? Why is, because usually he made his couple of circles and plopped down. And usually he's snoring, all full on snoring by the time I actually say my prayers and, and get in the bed set my Oprah book to knock me out. Because, you know, y'all, let me tell y'all something. Some of the best sleep is that new Oprah book. Put it on a 15-minute timer on Audible. Bam! Okay? It's like a drug. I got to go back and actually listen to the book because there's some good stuff in there. But anyway, Oprah's voice sleep very well. But anyway, so I'm, I go to get in the bed, and he's looking at me like, did you forget something? You, And I'm like, why is he not? You know, I, I lay down, and I'm like, okay, and I still don't hear him like snow. You know, that's part of my routine. I'm like, I like to listen to him. He is sitting there in protest because I have not moved. Well, I didn't really want your bed. I want your bed over there by the window. Go over there. He didn't want to go over there. So, I, I mean, he literally goes out into the hallway, paces the floor, all this stuff. And I'm like, see, see. He needs to know I am not beholden to him. Now, mind you, I got my butt up out that bed, moved his bed back, and I still don't know if he slept there. I think at some point he finally laid down, but he up this morning acting like he just done had a full-on unrestful night, giving me these looks like, you don't love me, you don't care. I'm like, listen, okay, I have not fully allowed you to move in yet. I'm still dog-sitting in my mind. I, there's still going to come a day when you are going home. Okay, and apparently that's not how he sees it. And it's so funny because we both go through, like my son, you know, my son's traveling. And we kind of, like when my mom passed, you know, like, okay, that was you and grandma's dog. It's your dog now kind of thing, right? And so my son is like off into the world. And it's when my son leaves, and my son was here probably about a month. He was traveling around the United States. So, you know, he was in and out. So now he's, like, going through this thing, like, is he gone, gone, or is he just gone, you know? So when he realizes that, you know, his best buddy is gone, gone, then he figures out, well, I got to be back with her and the daughter and, you know, and all this kind of stuff. You know, I like them. And he might even love us. You know, he, he got a little love. Dogs, let me tell you, honey. They are, when you befriend them, and it took me a very long time, <coughs> excuse me, uh, to befriend him. And I still don't want to act like we're friends. But he's a, he's a cool, he's a cool, he's, he's cool. So, anyway, I put that bed back, so hopefully he'll forgive me by today. Let me make sure that we land. All right, a uh, couple of things. This is a seven-day-a-week podcast, so guess what you're going to get? Uh, a couple of inklings into my life, and you can jump on. We always tape them. It's going to become a podcast, but I love taping them in a live environment so that I can get some of your feedback on some of these topics that we are. And I do see, and I don't have to do any watch parties because I set it to go everywhere. So I'm going to try and keep up where there are comments and so forth. My God, look at the shares on there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for not letting this die with you. I appreciate that. So, again, it's called How to Get Out of Bed. And I'm, I know on the weekends, friends may tell you, hey, look, check this out. So if I shared it, a friend shared it. Uh, it's really about how to get out of bed. It's really about processing a lot of things that's going on. And I usually, before I, before I go live, I try to meditate a little bit. By meditate, I mean 
I listen to the angels that stop by to wake me, shake me, give me the breath of life, tell me to look towards you under the window as the sun is trying to come through. That means that, listen, you got another day to make it do what it do. And I subscribe to starting to each day is a blank page, okay? What happened yesterday, I pulled the joy moments. That's all I pulled from yesterday. Not the mad moments, not the sad moments, just the joy moments. And real funny joy moment I'm going to tell you about. But, um... If you subscribe to a calendar, grab your calendar. If you subscribe to a journal, grab your journal. Because I know sometimes you have to, it goes with it in sync, right? But the word that popped into my mind this morning, this is not a sermon or anything like that. It's just a journal moment, a journal moment. But and it, it, multitasking, okay? One of the things, let me tell you what I hate. And I know we went through an era of thinking that, multitasking was a thing but seemed like nobody had to multitask but women so I'm going to give you an antidote this morning okay if you see a woman if you see one whether you constitute her to be a woman or not okay know that there is something else she'd rather be doing uh, if she didn't initiate at all what you are doing and she's around you uh, she probably rather be doing something else she is more than likely multitasking because somewhere along the way society got it in its head that it would train women up to to do all of this stuff i was watching y'all everybody's watching this the mother giving birth in the car with her family trying to get to the hospital on baby number four i've been there i got a baby number four okay they come quick okay you got to hold them jokers in till you get there and there's some people right now say yeah we were in that ride with her honey trying to hold that baby in i'm telling you number four okay uh, the son is my number four so but if you watch that video watch how protective she was of her other kids in the back and what they were seeing, trying to, you know, the, her and the dad trying to keep everything calm. And what I really want us to get to, y'all, let me, I want y'all, even though I talk about women, write that down. We talk about the, 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 the times of women, but we have got to get to a point where every time we think of a woman, we think of men. No, we got to get to a point every time we think of men, they think of women. Because we have, we, we're talking about women and how women have to mother. We have to. We're trained from day one, from the first breath of life to the last breath of life. And I have witnessed them both. The first breath of life to the last breath of life. And then when I tell y'all that women go out, women go out thinking and still multitasking about what to do about these men. I'm telling you, I've been there. I've been there. By the grace of God, I have been in the room in the last breath. And it's there. I'm telling y'all. And, and, and I, I, I'm sorry. I, I happen to be one of those women that try to rebuke it. Even though I have a website called Dryer Buzz. It's all about, it's supposed to be about empowering and, and women and so forth. I have a wonderful, very strong, larger than women male following. Okay, so when we think about women, I want us to go beyond the American dream, the patriarchal society, and the norm, you know, and think every time. When we think about one, we think about all, and that's men, women, and children. We have got to get to that. And I love that video with the family because it was 
it was men, women, and children. Even if I, women, men, and children. I mean, because you know, men can't get here without a woman. Even don't care how I don't care how much y'all out there trying to come up other with other ways of wish to come into this earth. There ain't but one. There ain't but one. Okay, I'm just saying. Okay, so and let me write down children. Write that down, y'all, and tell me what order you wrote it in. Because I wrote down women first. I'm sorry, but. I just want to talk about multitasking because one of the things is on this side of life, and you always get to a point where you say, I wish I knew then what I knew now. I hate multitasking, and I did not right size or order my life up until I realized I'm not all that great at multitasking. Something falls through the crack. Um, for me, as a young mom, I just remember there were so many frustrating moments, so much anxiety that happened every time you think you've solved one thing, here comes another, and then you got to hold this off, and it was like the spinning plates. You just running, 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 spinning plates. And at one time, I just said, look, okay, all them jokers can fall and break. We'll eat off paper plates. I, I can't keep juggling this. And I had to say that to the, those in the household. Listen, y'all, I can't. And to, to my kids, I'm like, listen, I understand that I'm trying to do the best and I can't keep juggling these plates. We need to divvy up some of these roles up in here. Everybody needs to have some responsibilities. You need to learn how to start taking some responsibilities for yourself because there are things that I have to do, and I have to go and do those things, and it, it worries me, and it drives me crazy, and, I, and I'm dealing with this depression. Y'all, I'm telling y'all, anybody, if you live in Atlanta or you live in the South or wherever they had one of these stores, we used to have a grocery store called Cub Food. I had a full-on breakdown in cub food i let me tell you i had gone to work this was my this was my day at that time we would get up we would be out of the house probably five six o'clock i think six o'clock at this time i had to be 45 miles let me see i would say roughly 33 miles not roughly literally because that's how that's how multitasking i was 33 miles across town to get the kids to school because we had we had relocated and this is right when we relocated across town, kind of say, had a wonderful opportunity job and all that kind of stuff. And so we had to relocate, but it was in the middle of the school year. I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna transfer to school. I can do this. I can get these four kids up, get them 33 miles across town into not one, not two, maybe three different schools. And I think it was like two, maybe two, two schools and a babysitter, okay? <laughs> And the, on my lunch, I would get them to school. We we stop. We get breakfast on the way, and we have all our morning time, whatever. In Atlanta, traffic and stuff. And I knew how to avoid the traffic as much as I could. Get them to these three different destinations. I would then go on to work. On my lunch hour, I would leave and go half that distance from the work to take them from the school to. We didn't have we didn't have the ride share at the time because Lord knows I'd have been like that mama ordering some ride share. I then had to leave work, go and get them from these two, uh, two of the, from two of the destinations, take them to the one destination for the after school where the, where the youngest was. And then I had to get back to work. Now, mind you, ain't nobody giving me more than 59 and a half minutes for lunch, okay? I got to have that other half minute just to sit there and breathe. And then I had to do all of that again when I got off work, go half a destination, pick them up, take the whole destination to get home. And that particular night after doing all that, I had to go to the grocery store. Now, mind you, I had to go to the grocery store with the four kids in tow because I wasn't that mama, you mm -mm, ain't leaving y'all nowhere, okay? 
And, you know, in the hot car thing, one of the things, so yeah, it was a couple times, keep y'all behind in the car. I'm I'm doing this. But no, it was like, come on, everybody had that thing. You go down your aisle, you get this and that and the other. And I walked in that store and I was like, y'all, I can't, I can't do this no more. I'm exhausted. And my baby, my oldest, and the middle one said, mom, sit down. They had these little benches up there at the front of the store. And I'm like, y'all, I'm, and, and I felt like such a failure that I couldn't do all of this. And the thing about it was, I didn't have to, and I'm, I kept, I, I, this is what I realized, I didn't have to multitask. My baby said, Mommy, sit down, we do this every week, we do this, we know this, we got this. And they went and did the grocery shop, told me to sit my behind down, sit down, rest, right? And they went, and this week, they, they were in elementary school, babies, y'all. And they would, they came back, shoot, they came back faster than I did. I was like, well, dang, y'all on budget too? On budget, had the list, we know what to get, okay? I'm telling you, they slipped in a few extra things, but I was like, that's cool, that's cool. And we went home, and they said, mom, go lay down, go rest. Put up the grocery, you know, I was like, okay. That's when I realized, you gotta ask for help, y'all. No, you don't even have to ask for help, you gotta let help, let people help you. And I made an assessment then is that I don't have to wear this. Well, I still got to wear a cape. You still got to be superwoman. That, that is, you can't take off the cape, can't put the cape down. You still have to be superwoman. You're going to be superwoman. You're born to be superwoman, most of us. Born to be superwoman, but you have to let people help. Um, and to make multitasking easier, and I, and I thought about this on that day and from that day, that day forward, is there's such a thing called priorities, right? Um, and... The way I felt about myself not being able to keep it going in that moment, I didn't want to ever feel like that again. And so at that point, I'm like, listen, i got to figure out where's, where's my help. The help is already right there saying, how can I help you? What can I do? You know, man, you do a lot. How do you do it? Wanting to know. And there are those who want to know what you're doing and how you're doing it, not just because they nosy, right? Many of them are. Most of them are. Plenty of times you can tell your troubles to the wrong person. That's going to happen, right? But what I will tell you, witnesses, we, we've been talking about our witnesses, y'all. Let me tell you, your witnesses, I have to stop talking so I can spill. Okay. Um, those that are witnessing this thing, those are the ones, that's where your help comes from. It doesn't always come from the sources you're looking at. It doesn't always come from. See, I could have sat there and been mad, like, man, I should, I should have some help. Why am I doing this by myself? Well, that was a choice, and I was like, I ain't trying to give up that choice. No, I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to backtrack. I ain't trying to fix that. I'm like, no, this, my help is going to come from somewhere else. My help is trying to come from somewhere else. And lo and behold, I looked around, and I had an entire village that I was not using. My, uh, the one, my babysitter at the time, she was like, girl, you, I can go around there and pick those kids up. What do you mean you are driving from work? You come, you stop coming from work every day on your lunch hour. You know, I, I can go pick the, trust me, is what she had to say to me, right? It's like, because I was picking up not only mine, I'm extending myself to these other, like, why are these babies out here walking, doing this kind of stuff? You know, no, I'll do good. Girl, you're on your lunch hour. Stay at work, enjoy your lunch hour, chill out. I can get those babies, right? And so she's like, she had an assistant. She said, I got somebody that come during the day to help, but she had a daycare in her home. And my, my, my youngest would go there, and then I would go and pick up my kids from school, and they would go to her house for the after school another couple of hours while I go back to work, which was actually a straight shot 
from where she was, but still, if there was Atlanta traffic, you know, it could be a five-minute ride, the way I drove, it could be a five, ten-minute, okay, it could take 30 minutes, okay, let me not say five minutes, um, or, you know, if something happened, I, I wasn't going to make it back, but I, the job had to understand that, you know, I have this kind of priority, write that down if you haven't written down priorities. Pri- I let the priorities begin to define more so than trying to multitask. I said, I want a life where I get to concentrate on the one thing that needs to be done right now. Like, join this podcast. This is what I have said to the universe. Universe, I want 30 to 45 minutes to do, to talk this thing through so that we can, so I can get out of bed. I can help others figure this stuff out, how to step away, move away from this trauma zone, uh, deal with depression and anxiety, deal with all the things that are placed on us. Uh, all the things that try to rip away, strip away our joy, you know. And so, daughter walks the dog. They go out. They go out and chill, right? And then he comes in. He's even mindful and respectful. of If I'm talking, he's like, well, she ain't talking to me. She must be talking to those devices again. And I guess somebody on there listening, right? So he'll go in the other room. He's like, well, she ain't yelling at me. Now be quiet. So, and, and plus, I've been podcasting for umpteen thousand years. They know, they always know to check. Are you live? <laughs> and it's so funny because when they do come home and I'm not live, I'm just like laying down looking at TV because me chilling and watching television um, was always an antidote. You know, if I was, if I, that was their antidote to get kind of get mommy out of what was going on in the household. Like I was always a marathon, a movie marathon back in the VHS days. But every occasion, they would always buy me these movie box sets. And if I was having one of those days where I was on edge, oh, let me just let me just be, let me just tell you like it was. If I was having one of those days where I was yelling and screaming at everybody, they would go and put one of my movies in, and go fix me a cocktail. And mom, go, go chill out for a minute. We got this. We got this. See, that's a, that's the blessing of letting your children in, know what's going on with you. Letting others know. Let people know, y'all. Got listen. You gotta let somebody in. Let people in. I don't care if you have, I don't care how far you have to go. And the thing about what I find on social media is that a lot of you, when I work with you on your social media, you talk about people that you have given permission to into your lives and you talk about what you can't do, what you won't do. You don't want people to see you do this. You don't want people to see you. And I'm like, who is this that you are giving permission to? And I'm only going to tell you to revoke that permission because it was something that I had to do. We are trained up in our mind to think that those that are related to us, those that are closest to us, those that we have to deal with on a day, that that's the limit, that's the size of our circle. That's our enclave, that we can't get beyond that. And I have to come on here each and every day and tell you, listen, people don't have to live like that. I literally have to tell people. And people go, why do you have to tell them? I don't know, because I'm just that person. I tr- I'm not going to say I have to. I tell people. I'm that person. Everybody that knows me knows me because I have interjected something, myself, some words, or something in their life. Okay? I have <laughs> I'm that knows. I'm going to be. Let me tell y'all. I already know. I'm going to be that, that, that neighbor that's always in the window, okay, that's always checking things out. I, one thing you'll never see me do, you, you, never, you are never going to see me on the news talking to the news people. I ain't going to never do that, okay? Now, 
I don't know about snitching, you know, I might, I don't, but talking on, you ain't gonna never see me on the, yeah, they were kind of crazy, no, I'm gonna come over there and knock on your door and be like, listen, people don't, you don't have, not, I don't even want to say people, because I don't even want you to, I don't even want, I'm gonna tell you, you don't, you don't have to live like this, this is not how we have to do this, and I'm gonna say we, because I want you to understand, listen, this very little that has happened in life that I have not had that experience, there, I've made some choices and some decisions, honey. I have been on the side of some things and survived. And, but I survived because I know I have, I don't even want, I don't, I don't drop names and I, I try to tell experiences, but I've experienced a lot. And a lot of times we experience those things. Every time I found myself, each and every time I found myself kind of getting caught up is because we get to these points in life where we isolate ourselves. You know, we, we isolate ourselves. We don't let people know what's going on because we feel, we really feel like as women, we really feel like nobody else can handle it, you know? And that's why I say, if you see a woman and she is doing something, it's probably something else she'd rather be doing. I want you to go the rest of today. Yeah, we do a little exercise, kind of a physical exercise. And I don't want, don't, no, don't, don't ask her. Who who said that? Don't, know. I just want you to, I want you to glean. That's the word I was looking for the other day when I was, see, y'all know, I know, I got this Bible over here. I'm going to dust this thing off. I was trying to come up with Ruth's story. I ain't talking about the Boaz part because y'all listen, y'all running out there looking for Boaz today. Boaz will shoot you. Okay, please don't walk up in Boaz's yard. I'm just saying, cause you know, our Boaz, Boaz ain't got, he ain't got the farm and the field no more. Boaz got a little piece of yard, right? Don't walk up in his yard, okay? Don't, mm-mm, he'll shoot you these days. He got the ring doorbell. He, you know, mm-mm, that ain't, that ain't how to get. Look, leave, leave Boaz alone, okay? I'm just saying, let me tell you a little bit about Ruth though. The little bit I read. Glean, that's the word I was looking for. They kept saying that she was gleaning, right? Going to get, mm-mm. let me tell you. Here's what I want you to do. I just want you to glean. I want you to notice a little bit about the women around you. I want you to notice a little bit about the women. In fact, don't even try because you're you already shading the women around you. You already don't even respect them enough and what they're contributing enough anyway. Because y'all get out here on their social media and talk about it. I'm like, y'all, I'm like, I'm so glad that all we have between us is social media because I, I hate for you to have to have any kind of notation on my character because you are so unforgiving of the women you already know. Please don't even, mm-mm, no. I, I, un- I can't believe how unforgiving some of you are of one, the women who brought you here, one, the women that assisted them, one, you know, and then in the same sentence you will say, the woman that gave you all she had and then you will shake I'm sorry, that's enough. Let's do that on another podcast. Let's talk about podcasting. I just want you to glean a little bit about the women, beyond the women you know. Look at the stranger, stranger women. Because see, a lot of times we can look at strangers with a different lens, with an open lens, right? And I want you to look at strange women you don't know. And I want you to see if you recognize anything in the women that you do know. Not look at them with the same lens you look at the women that you know, love, tied to, and all that kind of stuff. I want you to look at just women in general. And, and see if you can pinpoint rather she want to be doing something else. If she is multitasking. If she is, they say that women have split ear. I read this um, some time ago. 
that like I just I'm talking to y'all, but I also heard the dog barking. You know, some of y'all probably say, and and we also can tune out. We have the ability to tune out. Like having four kids, you can have all kind of stuff going on around me, and I'm like, well, <laughs> I couldn't hear it. Okay, I'm just saying. I can tune stuff out. But we also have split ear, meaning we can be all up in one conversation and also paying attention to another, right? We can listen to the television, the radio, and all these other kind of things. But I want you to be able to catch her desires. What is it that she would desire to be doing that? Because apparently women are out here uh, working themselves to death, right? Doing things. And mind you, whenever I say women... I want you to hear men, women, and children because whatever she is doing, they are doing. Whatever she is doing is is income is is be, is is happening to them. It's hap- wherever she is in her mind, it's happening to everybody around her. Not just everybody around her, but her community, politics, right? Everything is it's like. And how is it that we continue to go day and day? Like when we talk about, I don't want to bring that up. I'm, I'm trying to have a day without talking about police brutality. It's like, how is it we cannot, we see these things going on and we don't have immediate concern of how this impacts women. I went to my cousin's graduation and I watched all of these grandmothers having to get on this shuttle bus. And I watched all of these men not get up out of their seat. That hurt my heart. That hurt my heart that we're there. And then the, and then the excuses y'all have, well, y'all want equal rights. I'm like, dude, why are you even trying to justify that? That's you and your guilt. Because if, if your guilt wasn't speaking to you so strong, it wouldn't you wouldn't regurgitate such madness. And I'm standing there with I'm standing there, my aunt is standing there, she's like 70. Lord, don't let me get her age wrong. Gotta be about 75. There was a lady next to her, and I'm I mean like First of all, even like standing in the hot sun in the line to get on the shuttle, I'm like, dudes, like y'all all, y'all all, y'all gonna burst the door down on the shuttle? It's like, it's, we're in a sad state. We're in a sad state. And you can't say that to them because then they get all that, their testosterone has been delivered in all the wrong ways. They don't know how to handle that stuff. And, and you're like, wait, this was she woke This is how I woke up with. And I didn't go to, I don't sleep like this. This is not on my mind when I sleep. Because let me tell you how, when I go to bed, I turn that page. I turn the page. But I wanted to talk about multitasking. And what we do periodically, we take a break. And about 30 into this, we go from the top, read from the top to the bottom. Uh, I told you to grab a journal, grab a calendar, and a pen. Don't try to put it down on your devices. Some of y'all are copious note takers. I am loving the shares that y'all are sharing this on a Saturday morning. And I will try and catch the comments. But I want to get this in quickly. So I'm going to come back to the comments uh, after, and we'll talk. So, but let me just get through this so I can get y'all back to your Saturday. So, multitasking. Women, men, and children, uh, let people help. Notice who's witnessing. I, I will tell y'all the witnessing story. And then priorities, priorities. We don't have to multitask, but we do have to know what the priorities are. And, you know, if you have to schedule it and so forth, because multitasking, y'all, it's driving us crazy. Okay, you cannot do but one thing at a time. I have like I almost burnt my kitchen down trying to do stuff at the same time. I I have I mean just all listen. One is hey Laura coming in over there. You need your rest. You need to rest. Most of us don't have a routine of rest. Uh, Zena B has a, a wonderful. She she was one of the speakers we had at breakfast at Dryer Buzz, and I saw her speak at uh, Sean Thomas' uh, business event, 
and she came and did presentation on resting and let me tell you that presentation gave me something it's like listen in this country in what we consider what we deem to be success people keep saying don't sleep honey not sleeping will kill you it will take it will shorten your lifespan okay let me tell you honey and they and i know and i don't mean it's no shade to steve harvey because let me tell you steve harvey is a good brother but like all like all men uh and and trying to strive and they're thriving and they're striving not thriving and they're striving and trying to maintain their thriving they become conflicted um and i've i've been on the periphery i don't know steve harvey but i I've, as a blogger you gotta imagine i've written about many of his faux pas as well as his successes over the past 17 years okay uh i followed this brother i've seen him i remember uh in atlanta back in the day um they used to do radio stations used to do remotes all the time and steve harvey showed up at a remote well just uh and, and i was out there with uh, uh no, no names oh, no, no, no. but anyway no names no stations none of that so steve harvey way back in the day we're talking about Cle- if you're in atlanta we're talking about cleveland cleveland avenue back in the day steve stopped by one of the remotes i think they were on tour or something like that a couple of doors down there was a church having a fish fry or something to that nature right and you everybody knows steve grew up in the church steve harvey went over and bought this almost like bought them out like what y'all ready for you know because that's what he knows right so he peeped that and i remember us all out there having that conversation about back in the day and having to be in church all day and all this because pretty much what a routine is and uh and and not he didn't do it grandstandingly and i don't know that anybody even peeped what he did besides me it wasn't he didn't like say it you know and i think um the radio personality tried to talk he's like mm. no nah, you know man that's just what i do saying that to him it wasn't it was he didn't even like let nobody he was like he said to do like no nah, dude that's just what i do like you know and nobody, nobody got to know all that, you know what I'm saying? So I thought, so I, that's when I began to kind of watch. Because at the time, I was writing, I, I was a writer, a blog about radio. And um, so I just sensed the things that's going on. And this man has made all kind of mistakes. But one thing you better know about Steve Harvey, he will blow up a bridge, but he will rebuild that bridge. And I mean, he has done some things to blow up some bridges, but he does, he rebuilds them. And that's because... People that are witnesses, and I keep saying, you know, he's just, he's too big to fail. So everybody is saying, you know, he's this, that, and the other, and, and people are unforgiving. Unforgiving. The unforgiving will have us at, oh, I can't use that word. I'm trying not, I know it's a weekend, and all of the families around. People who are unforgiving uh, will cause us all to miss a blessing, right? That whole unforgiving thing, uh, let me write that down, because we're going to talk about that one day. Because it's just not good to be unforgiving. And when I say unforgiving, uh, I follow, I subscribe to something the Dalai Lama has said, you know, yeah, you got it's, it's good to forgive, but it's all about you. Even in forgiveness, y'all, it's all about you. Because when you are unforgiving, every time you reminisce on that trauma moment, it's a trauma moment. This is, we don't know what trauma moment. You experience something within yourself, um, your own, your own heart, soul, and mind. Nobody really can impact your own heart, soul, and mind. Those are decisions that we make. Those are priorities that we place on how we want to feel and how we want to come through life. So when you are unforgiving and you go back to those mad 
moments and those sad moments when you go back into that trauma zone you're literally time traveling you're going back in time and that and if you're going back you can't go forward that's why this thing about about forgiving i'm not even gonna talk about forgiving because i can't to this day even tell you to forgive people i can't i'm a scorpio go look us up it's nowhere near you know, but I'm going to tell you about being unforgiving, what it means to be unforgiving, because you need to find out how to stop challenging yourself in this manner. And I went out and got the book. It's Dalai Lama and uh, Desmond Tutu. And they even have a difference of opinion on forgiveness because the Dalai Lama is like, listen, it's good to forgive. But you, if you're in a situation where you got to forgive and forgive and forgive, you got to deal with you. You got to stop letting yourself get in that situation. You can't just be running out here. Some people use it as a drug. I forgive you. And then you go right back in that situation because guess what? Human nature doesn't change very much, right? A lot of times we don't even give human nature time to change. You forgiving so fast and so quick without explanation. Well, what are you forgiving? You know how you go and tell somebody you forgive you forgive them, and they're like, for what? Or you tell somebody how much you've done for them, and then they tell you they didn't ask you. Ooh, honey, make, look the dog even barked on that, right? I'm telling you, you telling somebody, man, I hate some, I hate to hear somebody say, cause please don't say it to me. Uh, I bent over backwards for you, and then you thinking like, oh, I didn't ask for this, you know. Listen, if you're gonna do something for somebody, let them know. I'm, I want to do this for you, and 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 look, okay. Now, other than other than what you do at church and with God and all that kind of stuff, anything you do for a human, um, let them give them what the expectation is, please, please. Like I'm gonna do this for you because I love doing stuff out of the kindness of my heart. Is that the expectation? Because if you want the song, the dance, the hero cookie and all that, let them know. I, I would love a chocolate chip hero cookie nine inches in diameter, da, 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 da. Because otherwise, you create a moment where if you if they did not meet that, if their appreciation did not meet the expectation. Uh-oh, there's those words coming in. Appreciation, we did a podcast on that the other day. I have to stop talking. I can't spell. Expectation. That's what this thing is about, y'all. And I'm taking these notes because this is my next book, okay? How to Get Out of Bed. Um, appreciation has to meet with expectation. Expectation has to meet with appreciation. And most of us are carrying something that we don't feel appreciated about. That's why women are out here multitasking. The, one of the reasons you, multi, you willingly multitask is because there is some appreciation in it. Otherwise, we really wouldn't do it. We multitask. And men, if y'all can say it, go on, if you multitasking, let me, let me know. Because I don't know. I'm, I'm, listen, y'all, I am on the other side of 50. I don't know a man. I don't know one. And I'm going to tell you, I got plenty of uncles, dad. I got a daddy. I got granddaddies, all that. I'm a woman. Got a bunch of men in her life, right? My daddy over there right there. It's Saturday morning. Let me see where daddy at. Daddy probably jumped on this podcast somewhere. But I guarantee you he's up. He's out and about. I have known this man all my life, day one to day now and future, right? I have never seen my daddy. Uh, he's like, what you mean? Daddy, I ain't never seen you multitasking. Daddy was always, it was, look, no, we got to do this right now. I have never seen men. I don't know a man that multitasks. I don't know one. 
even my good friend DJ LV, he's like, what? She's been talking. DJ LV be over there doing taco. What do you call it? What DJ LV? What do you call it? He making tacos and he DJ. And I'm like, no, that ain't even multitasking because he can DJ in his sleep. I I don't see it, right? I don't see the multitasking, and it's nothing. And here's the thing. Let me write this down. Deprive. When we talk about make deprive versus equal. And, and this is the conversation I understand and I want y'all to understand about equality is equality doesn't mean causing the other person to stop doing something or to deprive themselves as, as deprived as you feel. Hey, wealthy, it, that, that's not how this works, okay? I'm not, when I'm talking about that, the fact that women don't want, women don't need to be, because y'all want to multitask. When I talk about the fact that women don't need to multitask, I'm not saying that men should have to multitask. I've not said that not once. I don't want anybody to have to multitask. I want everybody to be able to focus on that priority moment. So in essence, I'm saying women in this situation, we need to be more like men. It's not that they have done anything wrong. It's just society doesn't put it upon them. And women, we keep putting it upon ourselves that we need to multitask. I'm not podcasting and cooking breakfast. They're going to have to wait. It ain't time. They don't even know that it might possibly be time for us to do anything than to allow mom to podcast. There is nothing else. Now, that mom might get a little bit long-winded. She might go a little bit over her podcast time, which is why she's checking this clock at the 40 and knows she needs to be off at the 45. Because she, they know she needs 15 minutes to wind down from all that stuff. So then we can go on to the next thing. Right? Not at the same time. Now, I have podcasts once or twice saying, y'all, listen, we're going to do this one on the road simply because I'm going to, got to go serve somebody, got to go do this, that, and the other. Right? And then I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to let y'all go so I can drive because it got to be hands-free and I don't want, I am not a person, I don't advocate distracted driving at all. All right. So, at 40, a little bit over 40 minutes into this, reading from the top to the bottom, if you subscribe to a blank page and a journal moment, you have jotted down some things, you understand, you've heard some things that make sense. Um, when we're talking about making things equal, fellas, that don't mean sit down and let women stand, okay? Especially not women three times your age, two t- twice your age, okay? That's not equality. That makes you look like a full-on ass, okay? Especially if I'm looking at you and you are processing your... Let me tell you, processing guilt is obvious, right? Get your behind up, especially if you're sitting in the seat designated for elderly and handicapped. Do y'all even know what elderly means now? I'm just saying, it, it was disgusting, the behaviors that we saw at some of these graduations. I'm not even talking about twerking mama because I'm like, she twerking, but her baby graduated. That's all I can, I, I, I had to search for some level of dignity in that. But multitasking, okay, women, stop desiring to multitask. Get your rest, go to sleep, end your day. Have a, have a process to end your day, to get your rest, and to start another day. Yes, let me tell y'all, the rich and the wealthy, they sleep very well. In fact, they get to sleep more, uh, more than anybody. Because if you listen, like, I don't even understand what T.R. was talking about. It's like the average billionaire ain't even like watching his own stock market. They, they hire, they have people for that. I used to work in one of those offices. They come through there once or twice 
um, they come through monthly or bi-monthly and sign a couple of checks to put a put X amount of dollars in this account. They have somebody. I used to be one of uh, no, no name dropping, paying all their bills, all that kind of stuff. They just go and live there. Like what you mean the rich don't? You know the rich may not sleep, but the wealthy they sleep very well. They sleep very well. They just show up at they show up um, once or twice a month, sign off on the the check that needs to go into all the all the mini accounts. They pay all their bills so they can go and live their life. They show up um, once to sign an extension on their tax return because they don't they don't do nothing at the same time except for write a check on April the fifteenth, and then they take the rest of the year to figure out how to actually have been have paid that amount of money. Right? They come back in October and they're like, okay, I don't have no more time. No, you don't have no more time. How much money I got to give away? That's their number one concern. How much money I got to give away not to give all this to the IRS, right? And then they're running around looking for organizations. This is when they call me. They're like, okay, can you call the girl that, that knows all the organizations, that knows all the stuff that's going on in the community? And see, I've literally got to call. You know what I'm saying? We need to give away a million dollars. Who you got? Hold Hold on. Let me find you somebody, right? They have to write checks, y'all. And then you, and then they's like, okay, now I'm gonna need a press release on that. Got you. Okay, I'm just saying, what zip code you want to drop it in? Just let me know. I know all kind of organizations. And then they're gonna need a press release. And then we need a photo op. This is how this thing works. This has been my life. And then I need to roll up on the communities. Okay, like Lil Nas X. Y'all listen. Lil Nas X bought um, Billy Ray Cyrus. A hundred, what is a hundred thousand dollar vehicle, and then he rolled up and did a um. Thing. See, y'all gotta know how. See, y'all gotta know how this stuff costs. Okay, then he rolled up on that school and did that little concert with all them kids knowing that song, honey. Come on, when it's it's which tax time? Okay, like dude, you done made enough money. You gotta go donate some money somewhere. Okay, you can't make money and not donate money. All right. Okay, we need a photo op. Photo op goes with a press release. Okay, because. The IRS is and it's all tied to taxes. You said you donated some money, okay? Listen, I'm just saying it's audit season. All right, all right. Let's go down. I'm, put, I'm not putting it. I'm just saying the thing you have to understand is. Let me write that down, y'all. Cost. I'm gonna do a podcast on cost because even when I go in the kitchen, I have to talk that. We. I was. Where was I? I was at the table. I get invited to the table a lot. I was at the table just this week of people trying to get people to understand the cost of things because we under, uh-oh, there it is right there. That's our, this is our last word of the day, undermine. We undermine too much. I'm going to quiet it down and get ready to get out of here. Good. We write it right at the 45 or uh, the 46. The word, the word of the day comes through, undermine multitasking and this is where we're going to review and in our review we go from the top to the bottom and the bottom to the top trying to make it all make sense the first word i wrote down was multitasking the second word i wrote down was women and i wanted to let women know um multitasking is not really a sin it's it's really not and you are shortening shortening your lifespan when you are trying to multitask i want everybody else men and children Men, women, and children, because some of y'all are women and don't feel like you're part of the womanism, okay? And that's fine, because that's society. Um, but I want you to glean, like Ruth, I want you to glean 
I want you to remember how that he, he Boaz, and I told y'all, don't be running up on Boaz today. Stop even looking for Boaz. He'll find you. Um, but he noticed. He told everybody, leave a little, leave a little something behind, because she's coming behind trying to glean a little bit out of the field, you know, even though she trespassing and all that kind of good stuff. You know, that's fine. Um, just leave a little something, something right? Because he noticed that, that that woman may have a heart. What she's getting, she's not even getting just for herself. And if, if she's coming here to get it, she has, I mean, she has a loyalty somewhere. He was looking like for her to be taking the chance, coming on my property, gleaning, for her to be taking that chance, she's got to have a loyalty somewhere. You're out there multitasking. I want y'all, I want all of us, when you look at women, when you look at women, I want you to know, can you, do you feel a sense of her loyalty? When you see that she is multitasking, man, when she gets to work, you know, I used to get, I used to, get to work and I'd be like, ooh, man, I get, even though I got to give these people eight hours, I get a little bit of this time for myself. I get to sit down, right? So, good morning, Glory. So, I want you to notice I want you to be able to tell me if you can notice and, and tell me this tomorrow. Don't even tell me this today. We can talk about it today. But just, I want you to glean if looking at a, if the women, beyond the women you know, because we are, y'all talk about, I already know the women y'all know. I'm just saying, not, not the women you know, because you have already undermined them all the way. But I want you to see, and if you're brave enough to look at the woman next to you, because then you're going to be like, wait, she she do a lot of multitasking around here. That might mean I, mean I might need to take on some more responsibility, you know. But I want you to be able to look at women today and see, because, and listen, go turn it on your public access TV, because half of them are already in Washington protesting this abortion thing. But I want you to be able to look at the woman. Can you instantly look at her and tell where her loyalties are, or that she might have some loyalty to something? Because when he looked at Ruth, it's like, wait, she's not just getting a little bit for herself. And I ain't trying to do scripture, and I ain't trying to do Bible on it, because I subscribe to numerology in this, this journal here, but I do have a belief system. But if you look at the woman, and all that she's doing, and the fact that she's attempting to multitask, even though it's something you really can't do successfully, but in her attempting to multitask, on the other side of that, it's her loyalty. And I have did not write down loyalty. Uh-oh. Maybe that's the last word. I did not write down loyalty. Multitasking, trying to multitask, means that you might have a loyalty. Now, I know people have said it means that to all everything else, but it means that you are trying to behold, you're beholden to the loyalties that you have. But you've got to let all of those who depend on you, all of those that you are loyal to, loyal to, you got to let them know that you can't do it all. So what is the priority? You don't even have to let them know. You got to let yourself know this is about you. What's the priority right now? When I hit this stop button, the priority is that those that I am loyal to, those that have allowed me to have a quiet moment in the podcast, I'm going to go and check on them. Does anybody need me? I can go on to the next thing now because the first priority of the day is to do the podcast, literally. And I try to do it before the house gets stirring, before anybody needs anything around everybody. Look, multitasking, right? That's not even multitasking. That's called prioritizing, right? Because the priority is the podcast, okay? The podcast gets done. Okay, now, what are we doing for breakfast? Who needs what? Who's next? Who's next, right? Loyalty and next. Who's next? Stop writing your line. Gotta go. All right. So now I gotta go. It's time to go on until the next I'm borrowing time. All right. So let's read from the top. Multitasking women, men, children, let help, witnesses, priorities, let people in. Unforgiving. 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 What tell me somebody tell me what we said about 
unforgiveness. Um, oh, versus forgiving. That's I didn't write down forgiving, right? Um, I'm not gonna tell you to forgive. I'm not gonna tell you it's time to forgive. I'm not gonna tell. But if it's causing you being unforgiving, if unforgiving is impacting you, then you need to forgive for just for that reason for yourself. Appreciation is based on expectations. People put expectations on appreciation. Uh, deprive equality. Making something equal doesn't mean the, what that what you want to become equal doesn't mean that the other side of that you want them to deprive. No, you want to have it's like the have and have nots. People keep wanting the haves to become the have nots. Well, if we all have not, then what the hell? Okay, no, we all want to have, right? It's I'm not asking the haves not to have. Right? It's like, stop. It's like, if you go over to the have-nots and discuss some of their priorities, they could have a little, we could all have a little bit more. If we go back up here to priorities, because the majority of that is priorities. I'm like, how have y'all been convinced that we're going to all not have? And that's a lot of their conversations. When I, they, let me tell you, there's a reason they asked me to leave the table, because I don't see it that way. I'm not about anybody depriving themselves so that we can all be deprived. No, we, got, we all need to have. We need to learn how to understand the cost of things. And that's why I want you to look at the woman that is multicast because it is costing her her life, y'all. Undermining. It's undermining what we're supposed to be doing naturally. We're supposed to be having lives of joy. We're supposed to be enjoying our days and our times. Dog is barked again. Like, okay, time's up. All right. And loyalty. We need to understand our loyalties a little bit more. You are missing uh, the individuals that are loyal to you because you're trying to do the, the all this. You're trying to do it all with the wrong people, right? There are people in your life that you know you got a connection with, but doesn't mean you have to do all this with them, right? And a lot of times, for the most part, we end up doing it with the wrong people. It's time for the next. If you want to get to the next, if you want to move on to the next, you got to do it with a blank page. You got to do it. You got to get you some rest. You got to. You got to start anew. Don't be afraid to start anew. You know, there's so many people holding on to stuff because they don't want to start anew. I love this new thing that Steve has got when he's talking to women. These women are coming on Steve's show. He keeps having these discussions. And these women keep telling them, telling Steve and the audience and the witnesses, they keep, hey, uh, humanities on the West Coast, they keep telling everybody how miserable they are, but they got all this time in it. You know, I'm miserable at this job, but I've got 10 years in it. You going to do 10 years more? You might not even get ten years in what? I, I'm, I'm miserable in this relationship, but I got all this time in it. I'm miserable, you know. Uh, I got this kind of degree, and I'm miserable within it. Go get another one. It's like when are you? When are you gonna? It's like the the, the dog, the hound dog that was laying on the nail. When are you gonna get get up off of it? And listen, why is it that you gotta tell me about it? Cause I'm gonna tell you, you crazy. You crazy for doing that, and that's probably not what you need to hear. You need, you need to, you should have been talking to a professional, okay? I hope you didn't plan to get it off this podcast. This podcast should only inspire you to seek a professional. <laughs> and I hate disclaimers. I don't like to make apologies. I don't give disclaimers, and I don't hang around people who give me negative side effects. But I'm just saying, okay? I'm just speaking from hindsight. This is nothing but hindsight. This is a conversation, two-way conversation that we come on here and we have. And then talking about multitasking, if you're multitasking, you'll never truly get to the next thing that you need to do if you don't set some priorities and do that one thing. And that's why I love, I love my dad because, and I love the men that are around me because I get a chance to see. And if, if I don't 
sound like the average woman because the average I've never been really truly around average women. Never. I'm just saying. That ain't even the women I'm around are absolutely extraordinary. All of you are absolutely if you know me on my timeline, on my circle, let me tell you, I will unfollow in a minute. I just don't know average. Everybody I know has done something phenomenal. Phenomenal. And and I love I just love the fact that I love my dad, my granddads, my uncles. All of my cousins, I got a few male cousins, I'm just saying. I noticed, and, and, and one, I wrote the book on networking, ladies. I wrote the book on networking, and I did it for a full-on year. I went to these networking events, and I was just quietly observing how men network and how women network. Women walk in the room, find a seat, and they sit down, or they will corral it, you know, based on something that has absolutely nothing to do with what's on the agenda. Um... Men, they come in, they get into a huddle, they pinpoint, they make those connections, they, they get to, men get to the next before they even leave. Women, they get back, they want to try to email and inbox you after the thing. It's just, we, we, we're different. It is a Venus-Mars thing. We do get um, caught up in semantics and different languages and things like that, but there is, we're in this together. We're in this together, men, women, and children we were talking about today about multitasking and before i get out of here just to kind of give you guys a sense of how this thing flow if today was your first time uh i'll tell you if you, you on whatever platform you caught this on there's more yesterday we talked about doubt we talked about expanding our comfort zone so everything doesn't have to take us out of our comfort zone uh we talk about joy how much we have to deter and how much we're discouraged uh how to be more determined and again we talked about expectations on reputation we talked about the expectations on reputations yesterday today we talked about the expectations on appreciation before that we talked about uh, sensitivity and how we should be more embarrassed about where we are in our sensitivities today as far as being sympathetic and empathetic understanding uh especially when it comes to respect and, and responding to the things that are going on in our world we talked about before that how to make time just to review the week uh, how to make time, fix it, get it done, use your time wisely. And we started off the week talking about a wonderful life, it being how to have a wonderful life. And we talked about how to find your peace. Maybe it's in serving others, how to be intentional. Mind you, I said serving others, but not necessarily in multitasking. But that's where you will get a chance to experience hope. If you haven't, if you haven't experienced hope, y'all, to see somebody that's got some hope and they desire something. And then you see somebody that's hoping for something and you can help them realize that the dream or this next thing they want to do. And then you step in to actually do that because some of us will realize we hold the key to those things and we will lock it down and not let them have it. Okay. And then we talked about evidence um, that you do have something to prove how to qualify something or someone, how to quantify something or someone. We talked about experience and building our playbooks and assumptions and how we're out here having to convince people otherwise based on some of the assumptions they make because we live in a world that is public based on social media and, and the impressions that we make, the first impressions, second impressions, and, and so forth. I got, I'm going to give y'all, leave y'all with this story. Last night, I went out to, we had a um, networking, there's a group for my neighborhood, and it's the women of Douglasville, started by Karen Campbell, and I said, okay, I'm going to get dressed, even though I got dressed and I sat on the couch an extra 30 minutes. I was like, let me go, I'm going to go. And so I went, um, 
And we, we went for karaoke. We went for, it was a dinner karaoke. And then, of course, they hit up an after spot, which is like uh, what the neighborhood hole in the wall. You know, which is the nice stuff. And then they were like, they were ready to really party. They was like, okay, let's go hit up the quote-unquote hole in the wall. So we get to the hole in the wall. And uh, one of the women in the group is a comedian, and she does a comedy show at the hole in the wall. And I walked in, no, even before I walked in, Karen and I were walking in. And so as we were walking up, and she said, she shouted out, Women of Douglasville. And then she goes on to say, Hey, yeah, I watch your, the cooking show. I watch you in the kitchen. She went into, she, no, we went on in. She came in, so she came over to the table later on. And she went into this full on routine talking, not about me and the cooking, but. Y'all, who those who watch and comment on the cooking, and those who try, who assist with things, and who make suggestions and so forth. I was in absolute tears. And this is when I talk about witnessing, right? You never know who's witnessing. So if you don't let people know you're drowning or you need help, in fact, you don't even have to. All you need to do is just reach out. Somebody's going to grab your hand. Somebody's going to pull you out. Somebody's going to pull you through. Somebody's going to provide what you need. People are witnessing, and there are some kind people out there. Even if you tell your troubles to the wrong person, somebody's going to witness you telling your trouble to the wrong person and will come to you, not even shading that wrong person, because let me tell you, oftentimes it's the person closest to you. And Because I'll tell you, I'll go to a person, hey, listen, don't you know so-and-so? I like to refer them to somebody, and they'll t- they'll say something negative. They're like, no, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. Not them. And I'm like, but y'all together, like, all the time, right? Because them being with you makes them better, right? So just be mindful of who's witnessing. You know, and if it, ask, ask somebody you trust what, they, what they've witnessed, you know. and Because I'm just saying, you just never know. I had a friend... Just yesterday, I woke up yesterday after I got off the podcast, checked my inbox, and it was a friend of mine saying, hey, listen, I saw this uh, camera on sale. I know this guy that's selling this camera. Would it benefit you? And I was like, oh, man, that's like a dream uh, gadget, you know? And she's like, but no, would it be your dream gadget? And I'm like, okay, yeah. And she's like, okay, well, meet me to get it. I'm like, what? what? And this is somebody I've known all my life. We go back, we go back to, oh, my God, been friends forever, right? And, uh, and have shown up for each other in moments. Not all the time, but in moments. And yet she said, yeah, I want to I wanna get, I want to I invest in what you're doing. Because I see what you're doing. Witnessing. Witnessing. But you got to let the things happen. You got to let the conversations happen. You know, I saw the message. I responded to the message. I was like, what's going on with this? You know, I'm telling you. You've got some amazing witnesses out there. Even if you aren't yet an amazing person, somebody is witnessing your greatness coming. Somebody is out there right now keeping a lot of stuff out of your way so so things can happen for you, and you might not even know it. You might, not, you might never know, okay, because they're not the ones coming up to you saying, I've been over backwards for you, and I've done this for you, and I've done it. That's not the one. That's not the one, but you, you're doing too much. You're multitasking, and you don't see it. You're multitasking, and you don't see it. But if you took a moment today to check out this podcast, thank you so much. Let me tell you, I, I, I had to get through this topic, but uh, let me tell you that the podcast that we do um, each day, this is a seven-day week if I'm giving the breath of life. I'm on here. I want to thank Natural Soap by Zakia. You guys have seen and heard me talk about the soap enough. And let me tell you, today 
Uh, I think it is shipping Saturday, and it might be the last day if you're trying to get a gift for a dad. And I want you to get dad some natural soap as a kid because let me tell you how your daddy smells. It stays with you for life. I can, I, my dad's cologne, he was a cologne-wearing dude. Let me tell you, he still is a cologne-wearing dude. And even in the soap on the rope, I'm telling you, even the soap on the rope, all of that stuff, all the cheesy fathers say things, but um, artisan handcrafted natural soap is so good. And in this in, in this environment that we're in now, uh, you need to be using some natural soap. So go to Natural Soap by Zakia. Uh, you're probably going to see her live streaming her shipping Saturday. So you will see her grab your product off the shelf, package it, and ship it to you. And then when you open that box, you're going to know the care that's been placed in your product. Use your discount code DRYYOURBUZZ. Also, for all of you that are wanting to write, starting to write, having self-published, you want to um, get your book out there, there's a tour getting ready to start. First and foremost, join the Nation of Authors. There is a Nation of Authors. It's called AIB Nation. That's Authors in Business because once you become an author, you have a product. That is your product that you need to sell. You need to understand how to price your product. You need to understand how to sell your product, how to become a bestseller, all those things. Um, and then on the side of that, you're going to end up, somebody's going to consider you an expert, invite you to speak. You're going to need to travel. It becomes a business. Being an author is a business. And if you're not an author in business, that means somebody else has a business based on you being an author. Guess what? They mean that somebody else is making all your money. So especially to my teachers, you guys are home uh, for the summer. I know a lot of you are finishing up. You've got your book. You've been working on it all school years on your jump drive, your hard drive, your phone. Listen, it's time to get those things published. She's got a membership for you, a workshop uh, for you. But the tour, is they got a three-city tour that you can get on and uh, go around and do book signings if your book is ready uh, for that. But you got to join the nation if you need information. Information flows through associations, so you need to join. And we want to thank AIB Nation uh, as our June uh, supporter of the podcast. All right. And then also, for those of you, um, let me edit this because I need to get this. Uh, I don't want to edit it. I can't edit it. We got to get out of here. Let me put that on the screen. Look on our timeline. On your screen, you see the flyer for the social media clinics. Social media clinics, I do those. Um, that on Sunday. Those are Sunday meetups. Sunday meetups. If you need to take a clinic here or there to up your skills of using social media for business, we got our social media for business clinic. We have got our streaming clinic. If you want to learn how to stream uh, multi-platform, not multitasking, but multi-platform uh, from one device or from uh, just the whole streaming game. A lot of changes being expected because uh, a lot of these platforms are competing with your regular television networks because more, more and more people, I won't say the most, but more and more people are watching um, all of these products and creatives, what creatives are producing on television, such as like Red Table Talk, uh, In the Kitchen with Dryer Buzz. We're getting more and more viewers on television thanks to smart TVs and smart apps, smart apps that people are putting on their television through a number of these devices. So you need to up your streaming game. Um, IGTV just gave in to Landscape. They were trying to force the 
portrait mode, right? But they just gave in because everybody was like, no, nah, I don't have time trying to trying to record all of this stuff. I need to, can't, no more multitasking. I need to do one broadcast. I don't have time to keep doing three and four broadcasts because you need this over in there. So they just gave in to, to landscape, which um, gives, which literally gives, frees up a lot of your time. So to keep up with the changes of that, uh, and then I have the vendor clinic. I live in an entrepreneurial community, and most of you is for the summer are getting ready to go and take advantage of all these vendor opportunities, these exhibit opportunities, expos, and so forth. You want to take the vendor clinic. That vendor clinic is going to take you from selling to sold out. If you are, if you, you don't get your first sale. If you don't see your first sale until you get to the event, you are doing it entirely wrong. You need to be sold out. By the time you get to your event, I'm going to tell you exactly how to do that from some tried and true best practices that I have done and best practices I have learned from some of the top vendors in there. I have I went and got an exclusive look inside Slutty Vegas for the day over there. Got a chance to meet the owner, talk to the owner, interview the owner, interview the customers. Uh, and find out what's going on in the operation that it is the operation that it is, okay? Um, Stan, I, you guys already know I've hung out with Stan. Stan sells out every weekend. I myself have gone out on the book signing, on the, on the book tours, and sold out. People, vendors who are not packing up merchandise when they get ready to go home because they go from selling to sold out because they know about pre-sale, retail, wholesale, and turning followers into lifetime customers. All right, so those are the social media clinics, and they're going to start June 9th. They start June 9th. They will go on Sundays. So Sundays, uh, the first one is our kickoff, so you can go and register for that. smclinics.eventbrite.com, social media, smclinics.eventbrite.com, and, uh, and you'll see the kickoff dates for, for that. Alrighty, I think that's going to do it. Uh, we'll be back in the kitchen. We'll be back in the kitchen on Wednesday. Uh, I think Wednesday we're coming back for season two. So make sure you check that. We're going to be doing some quick, lighthearted meal planning, um, festival food. We're going to be tackling some recipes, some cook-alongs, but definitely things to get you in and out of the kitchen because it's hot. Nobody wants to be... In, in that kitchen all day. So we went in and out of the kitchen. Um, we're going to do a series on sauces. Um, I've got somebody coming in and do the seafood because I'm allergic to seafood. But um, I, I definitely want to do some stuff on the seafood. So stay with me on that. Let me see here. Where are we going? I'm going back to... Let me go. Let me go back up here. Alrighty, I think that's going to be it, guys. So, I'm going to ask you to do me one more favor. Is check out social media. I mean, check out naturalsellbyzakia.com. Use discount code DRYERBUZZ. Check out AIB Nation on all your favorite platforms. Hashtag, just jump on the hashtag, AIB Nation. Alright, and then, of course, one more thing, and that is... Go now to DRYERBUZZ.com and follow at DRYERBUZZ on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Yeah.